Okay, so we are holding here in Chelek Aleph, Perek Shlishi, Os Vav. Um, before we start, um, that we want this learning to be full shlema for Nisim Ben. Sima Rachel. Sima Rachel. Shav shlema b'teich kol chayla Yisrael. Amen. Also, before we, we start the share, just to share an uh, interesting ha'ara that uh, the Kaila went to, to only yesterday. We, we learned about, um, about, about, about Zohar Sima Shabbos, the Kaltshay. And just an interesting halacha came out. I mean, a couple of interesting halachas came out, but one, one fascinating halacha came out that we could do every day um, is that the Ramban Shita is that you have a, a mitzvah to count the days till Shabbos. So theoretically, you do that every day when you say, for Shabbos Kedish, right? Um, but because according to Ramban, it's a mitzvah deraisa, we know the mitzvah sfich is kavana. So therefore, you have to have in mind what you're doing. So Barangal suggested, just fascinating enough, that when you count your Shushal Yom every day, have in mind that you're doing it to count toward Shabbos Kedish, and therefore you can make sure you chap a mitzvah deraisa lafi, at least the, the Ramban Shita. So, yeah. as I was saying, Shushal Yom, I chapped, you know, maybe I should share that. Uh, the, 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 can you, uh, no, but, but, you know, you know it's okay, we'll say it now, you know, Yom 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 Rishon Shabbos, right? Mitzvah Shabbos, Shabbos should come another six days. Okay, no, and like we're learning here in the in the, in the Ramchal, you know, the Shabbos Agadol, Mirza Hashem also should come. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Fine. Last week, um, we had spoken about the idea that the Ramchal said in hey, that when we speak about Adam, we have to differentiate between Adam Kaidim Achet and Adam Achar Achet. And that we spoke about the changes that, that occurred to the world. We'll speak more about that after the Chet. Um, and the last thing we spoke about last time was the concept of Tzalem Elokim. And just a quick review, because it's important for going onwards, that the Torah tells us that, that Odom was created B'Tselem and Demos of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it says, V'yipach ba'apov nishmas chayim, v'yo Odom l'nefesh chaya, right? That what we said was, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made man, it says, Nasa Odom b'Tselem and Kedmus, you know, Odom, Hashem made man as a... A microcosm of the Bria, that's why it's Nasa Adam let us make. Every Kayach in the Bria was Mashutaf, was partnered into making man, and every element of the Bria put a piece of itself into man, and man therefore is a microcosm of the Bria, and therefore man is in the image of God in the sense that just like Hoshbrahu controls the world, man through his actions creates changes to the world. That since we are a microcosmic map of the world, every part of us is connected to a different part of the Bria, and therefore every strata of behavior that we do will affect somewhere else in the higher world worlds and eventually bring that hashpah down into the lower worlds. So if we use the midah of yad, whatever that would represent, or the midah of the kidney, or the midah of, of, the, of the lung, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, when you break it down into the, into, into the Kabbalah of it, then that corresponds to a different part of the spiritual world, and that will bring down a different level of shefa when we do a mitzvah, when we do an avera, it will actually cause um, something to burn over there and, and cut the pathway of a Kodesh Baruch light in the world, thereby creating destruction, and really will the the, the bracha that the world has experienced and all of the destruction the world has experienced all really comes from the Jewish people. So that is the intrinsic koach that Adam has. And therefore, when Adam does an Aveira, he will therefore change the environment that's around him and make it a world that blocks the reality of Hashem. And that's how Adam was able to create such a destruction and cause the world to change its form from the form that we had spoken about in the previous weeks. Just to touch on that one nakuda before we go on, I realize I left out one important nakuda, which is that if you... If you 
understand that idea that the Adam is makusher to the Elamis, that a person is connected to all the spiritual worlds, right? And that's that's in Yaakov's dream that he, that the uh, Nefshachaim says that he saw Yaakov chevel nachlosay. That it says the pasuk says nachol chevel nachlosay. What's a chevel is a rope. That Adam is like a rope. That your neshama is like a rope. It goes from the highest of the world and it comes down in the lower world and everywhere along the the the, the rung you affect with your actions because your actions go all the way up to the highest part of the spiritual worlds. And that was the dream Yaakov had with the. Malachim that we're going up and down is the Adam is Makusher to every part is connected to every part in in, in Shemayim and Melo and Melo the Malachim all the, the change in the Bria to the Malachim is representative of the Adam's ability to affect the, the Olamas um, but there's an important Midah that we talk about a lot we talk about the concept of Midah Kenege Midah Sefer Chanuch is very speaks about it a lot this pharmacy about Midah Kenege Midah Hashem we know always deals with us Midah Kenege Midah right um, it's, it's not just coincidence that when we do a good thing, we are rewarded in that area, or something tov happens in that area, or that we do a bad thing, that something bad happens in that area, right? We have all these the stories of a person gets punished midah and midah. I know the Rashiva likes to tell a story. I don't remember who it was, but it was some chashva rav in Europe whose um, whose son was to be engaged to a girl that had a limp, and um, the mother didn't want the son to marry the girl with the limp. She was very upset about it. And she was overruled by uh, her son and, and her husband. And, you know, she was fetching, fetching. And by the day of the chazna, she slipped on milk. And she broke her, her leg. And she was hobbling, hobbling at the chazna, complaining about how her son is marrying a girl that has a limp, right? So, you know, we don't always know but oftentimes we see midah can I get midah a lot. We see that in our lives. We know that, you know, we messed in a certain area and we see the result in that area in our life also, right? It's not just... You know, that that's how Kodesh Baruch Hu decides to punish us. It is true that he made the rules of Teva, but it's directly linked to this whole shmuz of the Teva Lokim. Because our actions affect certain areas in Shemayim. If a person doesn't avail in a certain area, thereby constricting Hashem's light from coming in the world, in that specific area in which where the Avera was done, therefore that area will experience a Hester Panim and a lack of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and in the wake of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's removal of himself in that area, we'll find, you know, death and, and, and badness. And we spoke about the idea of Hester and, and Haaras and, and Haaras Panim. That just like you find that if a person loses blood flow to a specific part of the body, what happens to that part of the body? It, it, it withers away and it stops, right? Because the blood is not pumping. The chiyas, the life, is not pumping to that specific area. In fact, the, you know, certain people have certain diseases or, or certain injuries, you find that that area turns white and then, and then you know, becomes, becomes dead. So too, if a person cuts off the hashpah of a Baruch in a specific area, so there's no hashpah of a Baruch's presence, Hashem is, is, is chayim, and therefore it manifests itself either as a sickness in that area or some kind of tsar in your life in that area or some form of a hester upon him, but it's directly related to your actions. You know, you find the other way around. You find a person does certain mitzvahs in certain areas, chazal give us certain haftachas, that if we do certain mitzvahs, that we'll have a richas yamim, or that uh, certain things are, are segulas for certain areas, um, or just in general, that, you know, that the parnasa is a big one also, that one gives maiser, then, then asher kadesh ta'aser, right? Chazal say that if you give maiser, then you'll become wealthy. It's not just that it was set up that way arbitrarily by Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's that it's, it's a midah can I get midah. Because a person, when he does the act of giving in staka, opens a certain pathway in Shemayim to allow Hashem's light to be in that area, midah can I get midah, that area comes down and functions as a blessing for a person in his life to have parnasa. So really, we are the ones that bring our own bracha into our own lives, and we're the ones who bring the, our own klala into our lives, but not just to ourselves, but also into the Bria in general, it makes an imprint on the Bria. So I just thought that was a deeper in understanding the concept of Mida Kenegin Mida, that it's not just arbitrary, but rather it's a direct result of our 
actions. That makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to read a little bit. We're going to have to cover a little ground in Derech Hashem, and we're going to explain a little bit, and then next week we're going to also maybe discuss it a little bit more. So let's try to cover a little bit of ground. Uzvav. Adam at the time of his formation. He was in the situation we've described until now. What is that situation? The hainu that that is. He was made of these two very different parts, um, diametrically opposed parts. Shem and the Gof. He was a composition of his of his neshama and of his gof. And in existence were these two things. There was goodness and badness. And he was, and he was in a and he was in a in a, in a balance in between them. One second, page forty-eight. Ooh. Okay. Do we all, we all have the same safer, do we? No. No, it's 48 in this version. Okay. He and all the Right here. Yeah? So he was in this state where he was made of these two diametric opposed forces in the Shoma and the Gulf, and there was elements of good and bad that was in the, in the, in the creation. And he was in between them, and he was not influenced either way. In order for him to connect to whatever that he would desire to connect to. So again, um, we've discussed the idea that Adam was not chaser like he is in the world we are now. Now our Yetzirah primarily is what's controlling us. Adam was free of his Yetzirah and he had the option to go toward Kedusha and to, or toward Toma and and um, and he wasn't, again, like we said, he wasn't influenced at this point by, by, by Yetzirah and he had, he had the freedom to make that, um, that, that decision. Um, Adam was not perfect because the Baruch Hu left from Adam's existence degrees of perfection, he left a level, like we spoke about in the previous shirim, that his guf should occupy space by him, thereby blocking him from the ultimate Olam Haba, so that Adam should do proper actions, be marbe the kayach of his neshama, through the means of doing the, the mitzvahs, be marbe the kayach of his neshama, and therefore the neshama would then give light to those areas that were missing in Adam. So Adam was created with a little bit of himself missing in his shlemis, so that he could be the one to perfect himself, right? But it was only a little bit that was missing. And, and his job was to fill in the, the gap. And then he would be the Balatoiv and he would enjoy his Olam Haba. It would have been fitting for Adam to choose God. And therefore, even though the Guf took up less presence, there was a presence of a Guf when, where, where Adam in his world. And then the Neshama would overpower the body. And he would put his Seichel before his physicality. And he would have become immediately perfected. And he would have rested in his completeness forever. So basically, Adam had the opportunity to do mitzvahs and in order to, to do mitzvahs and then he would have he would have at that point have been able to enter into Olam Haba um, and, and experience Olam Haba in that world so the question is what were the mitzvahs that Adam had so I'll read you over here an excerpt from Das Tfunis that the Rumchal speaks about he says so before the chet Adam affected the worlds fine um, so what were his mitzvahs because he was put into the garden to work the garden and to guard the, the garden. What does the Zayr tell us? La'avda is referring to mitzvahs ase. He had a positive commandment. And Lishamra is referring to mitzvahs lois ase, the negative commandment, right? So what was his positive commandment, his negative commandment? There was no terror that he had there. Haloitase, his negative commandment was not to eat from the Eitzadas, right? Avoidance, like we don't eat chazer, we don't eat Shabbos, we have all the loitzahs. His loitzahs was don't eat from the etzadas. La'avda, what was his mitzahs? It was for him to eat from the etzachayim. And from there, from the etzachayim, it's Allah, but So the etzachayim represents the primius 
Hatayra. That was his form of Tamatayra. That as he would have partaken more of the Avda of, of the Eitzachayim, as he would have become more connected to the Pnimi Satayra, that would have brought more of a presence of a Kurdish Baruch Hu into his Neshama, allowing his Neshama to more enlighten his Guf. Then he would have, on the sixth day, have reached the world of Olam Shakul Shabbos, the seventh day, and that would have been his Shabbos, would have been his that, that Shabbos would have been the Olam Haba and the Olam Misa. That what is going to be now that we need death in the world and the world to be destroyed after 6,000 years and recreated and have Tchiyas Amesim, Adam did not require that Tchiyas Amesim. So the Rimchal over here is telling us in, in Das Funitz that Adam could have continued his Aveda and he would have gone straight to the Olam HaAzchar. So we spoke about last, or a couple weeks ago, about the different stages of the Aliyah, of the Neshama over the Gulf. And at each stage, the Gulf becomes less present and the Neshama becomes more present, thereby there should be nothing blocking, there should be no physicality blocking the Neshama from connecting in Olam Haba. And we said that the first stage of that is the 7,000 world, the Olam HaShvi'i, can I get the concept of Shemitah, of Shabbos? And that's the, the point of Tchiyas HaMesim. The 8,000 world was a further purification, the 9,000, finally the 10,000, right? In Adam, the six days of the week represented the 6,000 years of this world that we have now. The seventh day of the week, Shabbos, represents the 7,000 year that we have now with, after Yemosa Mashiach when the world will be destroyed and Tchiyas HaMesim will mm-hmm. occur. So Adam would have walked right into what is our Tchiyas HaMesim in one day, right? Question going back from like from dust to the Buddha. Did the, so the implication is that he, before he ate from the Eitzah Das, he never ate from the Eitzah Kaya? Yes, seemingly. Otherwise, he would have started the process of growth. Seemingly, seemingly. I think so. I think so. Sounds good. Okay. What about yeah. the, the idea that the Shem gave him the mitzvah, the Kol Adan, Okol Tokol? What's that talking about? I assume that was more in the world of, of Rishos. Meaning, we have three distinctive... We, we, we have spoken about this before in, in general in general on the share, but there's three distinctive things in the mitzvah, in the Torah. Nothing in the Torah is not a mitzvah, right? Uh, we've, we've spoken before about Kedesh and Tiyu and about how the, the Ramban says Kedesh and Tiyu really is a, a, a guide that you could be a naval versus a Torah. A person can be a, a filthy person with the permission of the Torah. Kai wants to eat galat kosher meat, the best hachsherim, six hachsherim, and he wants to drink, you know, the, the badatz wine from Eretz Yisrael, no tevel, no shmita, you know, produced in a place with only Jews, right? Um, and he does it every single night excessively. He's a gross person, yet he's keeping all the halachas of the Torah. And that, and the Ramban explains, because kedusha is the idea of separating oneself from the physical world and becoming more like a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Um, and, and you can do that, you can, you can ruin that process even if you keep everything in, in the Torah. The Torah basically is almost like the, the, um, the muscle that the Rashid once gave is like a uh, the, um, draw the dots. You know, these, these pictures, the children, they draw from line one to two and then it makes a, a picture. Basically, the mitzvahs are 613 dots where if you keep all of the mitzvahs, you have the outline of what a Ben Elam Haba looks like. If you want to draw the dots in a way where they don't look good, you know, then you're not going to get the picture in the end, right? So you can keep all the mitzvahs, but if you're not a Ben Elam Haba Be'etzem, you're, 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 you're not going to get it. So this enters into the world of Rishos, which Rimchal will speak about later in the Sefer, which is that we have elements of the world that are a mitzvah, and a veira, and a rishos, things that are, that are not aser, not, not mutter. Um, the Tanya speaks about the idea of the word aser, comes from the word asir, which means tied down, right? Mutter, 
comes from the, the is is mutter also is 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 like by a knot. You can you can mat there or not? What? Undo it. Undo it. Undo it. Right. What it means is that everything in this world is physical. It's to to the spiritual. So when you eat, uh, you have a cup of coffee. You eat the geshmaka steak, right? You can then go and learn Torah, and you can be ma'ala, the physicality, and, and be ma'apachet into something which is spiritual. So you take from the physical part of yourself, and you use it for kedusha, and then that element becomes makudish and becomes a chalik of your, your ruchnias and your, and your, and your dveikas takosh baruch next world. If something is from iser, from the things that are loisasa, as much piggy that you eat, and then you learn of Terra afterwards, it's not. It's it's tied to the klipas. It's tied to the sitra achra. It's tied to the element of the bria which hides the kodesh baruch Hu's light and will pull you away from a kodesh baruch Hu and cause you that you are tied down. Right, all these psukim like asiriyah tikva, all these these type of psukim we're talking. It means being tied to the world of the klipas and sitra achra. So you can't schlep ruchnius out of the things that are that are aser. However, though <clears throat> he says that the concept of chibut kever which we spoke about before also, Kafakela, which is that the, the, the person that was too entrenched in Gashmias in this world, when he dies, he experiences the pain of removal from the physical world and all the tithes he has. He doesn't find them in the next world. Um, and he's bound by that because he's a physical type person. And that's the idea of the worms in the, in the grave. All of that comes from not being Mahapech, the world of Rishos, into, into not even Raveris, right? That's just from the world of Rishos, not using it for, 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 for Kedusha. So the Ramchal is Medayik in Mesil Sharm and everywhere. Basically, the, later in Hashem also, but in Mesil Sharm, he speaks of the idea that every moment a person has a Nisayan. Every moment you have a Nisayan. Every breath you take is, is a Nisayan. How are you going to use that breath? Why did you sleep? Why did you eat? Why did you discuss that with your friend? Everything could be used either for Yitz Hashem or not. So even the world of Rishos, right, is something which theoretically can be used to be ma'ala or to, or, to, or to bring down as well too, right? So I assume that when it says mikol, right, he's, what, what, what was going on is the following, is that that represented the world of Rishos. In fact, that was the conversation that the Nachash had with Chava, right? That he said, uh, I mean, I have to open a chumash, but, 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 but he, he said there, oh, so, so Hashem answered every fruit for you, right? She's like, no, 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 what are you talking about? We have all this Rishos, right? Well, what about that one over there, right? And that's what started the conversation. So I assume that the Mikol Eitzagan represents the concept of Rishos, neither Mitzvah, neither Chayba. The setup was exactly the way that it is in our world that we are today. And just interesting enough, you know, the vast majority of the fruits in the Gan were Rishos. Interesting enough, in our world, the vast majority of activities that the human being does is the world of Rishos. You know, it's the idea of being Mekadish a person in those areas of Rishos. I mean, again, Rumchav will speak this later, we'll talk about it, but the Chesidim, it's a big word also, the concept of Loisris, of extras. Right? How does a person look at the concept of extras? The Rambam also talks about it. And the Rambam famously says, you know, a person needs to take a vacation, take a vacation, good day, enjoy your vacation, right? Why are you taking a vacation? If a person needs to rest up because he does something chosh with his life and he needs the strength to be able to continue to do it, then a vacation is, is, is adorable. You're mahapachin into a mitzvah, right? Mi'edach kisa, right? A person is just enjoying himself in the physical world and, and, and then, then, then the vacation is not a, not, not a twelfth at that point, right? And this creates, just not to get controversial, but this creates the great challenge that we have in the Velt that we have today, that everything is Kovach Shabbos, everything is Kovach Yomtev, everything is Tziras Adam, right? So at what point is the fancy suit an extra? At what point is the fancy suit Tziras Adam of a Bentaira? At what point is all the extra expensive trappings on the Shabbos table really Kovach Shabbos? At what point is it, right? At what point are the activities that we do with our children, right? And like, you know, I, by, by the, Varn had a question and answer session with Rabbi Elephant one year by the Aguda. Um, it, it used to be more Gishmak before. No, no, I'll leave it out. Yeah, they, moving on. So, so that was a Gavaldic one. Basically, you know, the question that was asked to 
uh, Ravarin and, and, and Rabbi Elephant um, was, is it appropriate for a gvir, a person who's very wealthy, to use his money in a way which is very extravagant that he can afford, and thereby creating this nisayan for the people that don't have so much money, right? Basically, you know, should the gvir spend the money and cause everyone else to have kina and create all these problems in society, or, right? It's interesting, Ravarna and Rav Elephant both, they, they flipped the question on, 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 on Rabbi Vester's head, you know? Like, it's irrelevant. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, everyone's got their own chiyuvim, like, you have kina. That's not the question. The question is for the gvir. It doesn't matter he has that much money. Every pruta that you spend, there's a cheshben in Shemaim. How did you spend the, how did you spend the pruta? Just because you're rich doesn't mean you could spend it either, right? Like, well, why, why, right? It, 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 if, if you need it, or there's a, a reason for it, so Givaldic, right? You know, person has a big family, he wants to buy a large house, Gazunta hey, right? It's a beautiful thing, you need space, it's a physical thing, right? You're adding additions for the sake of additions for the sake of additions, you know, then the question is going to be, like, there's an accounting in Shemaim, how you, how you use that there. So that, that's the world, that's the world of Rishos. I, I assume that's, sorry for my tirade, but, 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 that, but, but that, that's, that's where Rishos is relevant to our lives. How do we deal with the Inyanim that are Rishos? I mean, Yaakov went back to the Pacham Ketanim, right? He, he understood that every kli that he had had a tachlis in it. Aye, it wasn't a mitzvah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a veira, right? Turns says it was one of the tools that was given to him in this world, either it could be Ma'alaf or Avedis Hashem, or, or not. You know, Ravarin once told a Gavaldic, a Gavaldic Maisa, a Gavaldic Maisa just in the world of Rishos. I know we're ahead of ourselves. It's, you know, because it's way later in the Sefer, or maybe it's not, it's actually at the end of this first Chalik, but I'm not going to get there for a while, so I'll tell him I said now, that he said there was a Yinurman in, um, in, 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 um, in the mirror. The stories that happened a couple years before he got to the mirror, um, who was uh, 40, 40, 45 you know, I forgot his name, but he, he, he said that he was um, one of the chashuve. No. He was one of the chashuve yingalite uh, of, of of the mirror. He was, he was known, you know. He gave a he gave a shir in the afternoons. Um, I think in Rachmashrivka, and he learned for a seder in the mirror. Um, and no, so there was a younger man that was there. He said Ravarn had a chavrusa that he heard the story from. That this happened a couple years before he got there. That the chavrusa was like the epitome of what we'd call a masman, right? Pale, skinny. Learned all the time, right? And he came. Uh, this was the 1970s, and he came. And he came from more of a, a modern, a modern upbringing, um, and was a little different than his family. So the the parents of this masmid looking bucker, right, full skinny, you know, you know, white pale looking, were coming to visit him in in Yerushalayim. They weren't so happy about the fact that he was, you know, in Eretz Yisrael sitting and sitting and learning. So this younger man knew that the parents were coming, and he knew that the kid looked pale as white as a ghost, and he was worried that the parents would try to convince the kid to come back to America. So he was during the nine days, during the summer, and he took a different younger mom with him, he went over to the Bacher, and he told the Bacher, he said, um, he said, no, you don't look good, you look pale. And that's the younger mom, what do you think? He said, yeah, he looks pale, yeah? He says, what would be the halacha? If a person's sick during the nine days, should they eat meat? And the one, well, yeah, I think if, if you're sick, the halacha should eat meat. So he says, okay, I told the bakr, you need to eat meat. Pulls out of a, a bag he has. It was roasted livers and like, like, a, like cut up apples, right? Both of which in Yerushalayim at the time were very hard things to come across. Liver not hard, but expensive. The apples were, right? I mean, this is a younger man, not a man of means. Went out, he bought the livers, went out and bought the apples. Why the apples? Why the livers? I guess in his hashara, that's what the kid needed. I don't know. That was, that was his medical you know, idea of what was good for him, right? And he said, no, wash, he said, and eat, you know, he gave him bread and eat, you know. And then the, 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 the bakr was freaked out by the whole incident, and, you know, just, he, he ate, they told him, eat, he ate, he ate. At the end, the Nirman turns to him and says, um, if you don't mind, can I, can I have the plastic bag back? 
let's touch the story for a minute. This younger man has no money. He's sitting and learning. One of the, one of the you know, one of the angle light of the mirror. Liver wasn't cheap. Apples weren't cheap, right? <clears throat> but he had decided that that's what the usage of the money should go for. It should go toward, <clears throat> to, to the, for the refuah of this, of this kid. <clears throat> Rivarin said, I was there a couple years later in Eretzral. There was no shortage of baggies in Eretzral. It's not like baggies were a rare thing, right? So how do you spend all the money on the liver and the apples and then you want the plastic baggie, the sandwich bag back in the end? <clears throat> Eretz is, is that you have the Seichel and Das to know that everything in this world has its Malcolm and has its, has its place. I assume that's the Mikola, Mikola Priyagan, right? <laughs> so, I have, so I get to do it present. And so Pesach is coming to you. Now they have all these things. Uh, Pesach in Morocco, Pesach in, uh, we know, it's the in South Africa. Africa. Now a new one, Pesach yeah, yeah. in Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely a very to go back to go back go back to Morocco. So that 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 that, that Morocco. would be Morocco. <laughs> that would be yeah, Morocco. South Africa, Brazil. It's a holy uh, place. I hear. Okay, so good. So the Rambam over here is telling us that that he had his mitzvahs. Had he done his mitzvahs, he would have been able to then start climbing into the world of schar, and his neshama would have purified his body step after step. Well, let, let, let's continue. Zion. And furthermore, you should know. He says, a person does not really experience of your own neshama in your body the way you are now, only life force and haskalah. And we spoke about this before, that we know that when a person dies and the neshama is removed, the body turns white and, and, and drops dead, that you know you can see it on, a, on the panim, is the same word as primius, right? A person's face is the window into his neshama and into, into, into what's going on on his spiritual side of things. And if you see that the face is turning white, that clearly is a loss, a loss, a loss of neshama. Haskala, we understand the idea of neshama is what teaches us the ability for higher thought. You know, they're all busy right now with, um, with, with chat, GT, G, GPT, G, help me out. GPT. GPT, right? GPT. Yeah, chat GPT, and it's so it's so wonderful, it's so smart. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't understand. It it can collect from a body of knowledge, and it can have good algorithms and processing to the ability that it can able to spit out a paragraph written better than the average Shiva Bakr, right? But um, but the Maisa, it doesn't understand the ideas internally, right? The ideas of truth, peace, justice, um, you know, Torah. These are all things which only. This idea of haskal of understanding is a direct product of the neshama. You can wire as many neurons as you want. It's not the brain in the end that's understanding it. It's the neshama that, that's, that's understanding it. The brain is purely the kli that makes the chashbain. It's like a computer. But this idea of understanding that we have haskala is unique to the neshama. So you can artificial intelligence to make the most powerful processor as much as you want. The computer will never intrinsically understand the idea that it's talking about it and only be able to spit it back at you. So the way we center neshama and our guf is through life force and through this higher thought that we have. So there's another job that the Neshama has, which we spoke about this before, it has the ability to purify the body, which we spoke about in great length, the ability to take away the physicality of the body and to control over the body and remove its presence, and take away the, the physical element, the grub, the, 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 the dirty, filthy, heavy part of, of, of the guf, and bring it up level after level. Now that we've had previous shirim, we're enlightened. We know these level after levels is the 7,000 year, the 8,000 year, the 9,000 year, the 10,000 year. Until it's able to accompany the neshama to have its hana and absolute shlemus, which we described, was the ten thousand year where the neshama, where the guf will be so faint that not even a remez of the guf is there, and that is going to be the world of Elam Habas. So the neshama has ability to 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 pump 
the light of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Ha'aras Panam into the Gulf and flip the Gulf and purify the Gulf level after level. Is that Nitzchis? That That's Nitzchis, yeah. And then, then a person will live high in Nitzchis at that point. We'll live forever in that, in that state, in that state where the Gulf occupies not even a remez of a, of a presence. It's there, but uh, it, it'll accompany the, right? It deserves its share of the reward, but it will not be felt in the final world because if it would be felt, that would block your ability to perceive a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Adam would have reached that. He would have climbed level after level after level, just like we will after Tzchiyas Amesim. Shais and the Shmasim is a kechas as gufai. His neshama would purify his gof. One level of purity after another level of purity. Again, we described these steps in the previous shim. Those were the five levels of the the amount of strength of gof versus neshama. That's the zikuch zikuch. One layer of, of purifying after another layer. Ad shem is dakei hashem itzarek until the level of purification of the least amount of body would be present, and then a person would have eternal enjoyment, as, as Reb Tuvia was just saying, that the end of the line is to then sit and enjoy forever in that state. Because when you're in that state where the body has been diminished and has been mizdakech, have been purified, then you can truly appreciate, you know, Akash Baruch Hu's reality. I mean, again, just, just you know, to point out a very Pashar Ha'ara, you know, Olam Haza and Olam Haba are, 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 are different places. But they aren't really, Right? Um Baruch was one, Hayahaviyah, as we've spoken about in the way beginning, and his presence is there. We're blocked from seeing his presence. If the blockage we removed, we'd be in Olam Haba, right? So once the layers of guf are removed, and the environment around us removes the, 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 the blockage, like we said, a person is connected to the different, to the, to the Bria. Therefore, as Adam purifies himself, the world around him will purify as well, too, then we'll be in the world of Olam Haba, right? There's nothing separating Olam, Zaha, Olam Haza and Olam Haba except for the guf that's there, which functions as the blockage. So Mela, once all that blockage is removed, will be sitting in the world of Tainag Nitzchi, will be sitting in the world of eternal, of eternal pleasure. All right, let, let's keep going with Ches, and we'll explain a little bit later. However, this is not to be so. Adam was not able to continue doing mitzvahs and start climbing the rung of purification until he reached Lam Haba, that once Adam did a sin, things changed in a fundamental way. Shinoi Gadol, a great change. Vehu, and that was, In the Bria initially, there were things that were lacking. Like we said, Akash Baruch had to create elements of shlemis, of perfection, elements of chisar and of lackingness, and Adam needed the Bechira to choose Shlemus so he could become the Baal Tov. So yes, Tov, yes, there were elements of lackingness. There were things that blocked the Kosh presence in the Bria when Adam was there, otherwise you wouldn't have Bechira. So it did exist a level of, of chisar. In order for Adam to be in this state of balance between Shlemus and Chisarin. so But there was only enough Chisarin in the Bria to enable Adam to have to at least make a Bechira told toward Tov, but not more than that level of Chisar. So therefore, the world did not need an abundance of lacking of a Kosh presence. Just enough for Adam to make the right decision and be called the Balatayv. There would have been some place for Adam to be Marviach, to get the benefit of his Shlemus through his own handiwork and his, and his effort. I mean, it's almost like when you have, you have a child and you want them to get excited about building things, right? So you have a project for them that you want them to do, something in the house, right? Obviously, you don't pick the project that you yourself struggle with, right? You need them to do a basic project, whatever, whatever it is, you know, fix this, the, the doorknob, the, what, what, you set them up somewhere where the challenge is enough for them to experience a satisfaction and, and the effort based upon the amount of, of, of lackingness there is in, in the job, right? You, 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 don't, you don't tell them, build an addition on my house, right? 
Yeah, so the same thing here also, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu only needed Adam to have enough Chisar in the world to conquer that was needed, that Adam could be said that he conquered Chisar. Right, we didn't need to overdo it. Just enough in order to create the Nisayan to allow Adam to, to do it. So that amount of Chisar and of lackingness in the Bria existed. But through Adam's sin, he had increased the level of Chisar in the world. He had increased the level of Chisar in himself. And in the general Bria, like we said, the world dropped, dropped from level 4 to level 5 like we described. Level 4 being where the, where the, the Neshama was the primary um, existence. It wasn't hindered by the Guf. The Guf and the Neshama both existed together, but not at all was the Neshama the backseat drive. The Neshama was in the, in the front of the world. Although when he did, he increased the amount of chisar in the world. The world became physical, and then the guf became the primary driver in the world, and the shomer and the shomer became a sojourner in the world, like we spoke about, about before. So Adam was the one who was marbed that amount of chisar and that amount of gashmis, that amount of him in himself, and in the bria around him. So there was a big change that occurred. When he made, he made the tikkun that much harder. From that which was before him, what it would have taken the Mesakin himself, the Mesakin himself would have been in some mitzvahs, it would have been done now. But now that he fundamentally changed the world and he brought Chisarin into him, into himself, and into the Bria, he he made the Avoida that much harder that now he was in a hole that he would not really be able to climb out of. Perish, we'll explain. The amount of Chisarin he had was easy for him to, to get out of. Right? Hashem only put a certain amount of chisarin that he could easily have overcome by, by doing the mitzvahs. Now that he had widened the amount of chisarin, it was not so pushed anymore for him to be able to, 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 to do it. Again, just like any muscle you have when you do a project. You know, you want to fix something in your, in your freezer. This happened to be Uvda. You know, the fan blade has to be changed in the freezer. So what do you do? You unscrew the casing and you change out the fan blade. Easy, easy peasy, right? Then what happens when you strip a screw? My wife always says, don't strip a screw. <laughs> no power tools on the freezer, right? Yeah, what happens if you strip a screw? Now you're in big trouble. Why? Because you can't just take the panel off and change it. Now you're going to have to you gotta saw it off. You have to get some kind of de I mean, now we're talking about construction at this point. We went from Legos to construction work, right? The, the whole, the playing field changed, right? The same thing here also, right? The realm and arena, which all of them had to make a decision, he was able to do that on his own, to pull the chesaron out. What he did with his navera was create a world which was bigger than him to be able to pull himself out of. Hashem designed it on purpose. Hashem, like we said before, because Hashem's job, a goal, is that we should succeed. Hashem wants to see us succeed. So therefore, He didn't make it too difficult for us. So therefore, Hashem's and His straightness dictated that it should be something which was within Adam's capability to pull himself out of. Akash Baruch didn't want to have more chisar and that was there that Adam would not have been capable of, of, of dealing with because he wants Adam to succeed. Kian, loya, haya, again, same thing. Company designs the freezer in such a way where the screws are meant to come off and everything, right? Then you're not meant to strip a screw. That wasn't part of the design because they want to build it in a way where, where, where you can fix it. Kian, loya, Adam, sibel, arav, l'chasar, and shabbat. And what changed? So here's the question. Adam falls, he doesn't have error. Well, he's going to do mitzvahs and go level after level. So he went down one rung. So okay, just do some mitzvahs and make it up and, and just start pulling out of the, the hole. Just like you can go up one, right? Why, why can't you go down a level and pull back up? Like what changed so fundamentally? What was so terrible about what Adam did? Yes, he did an Avera. He brought Hester upon him to himself and to the world. Had he not done the Avera and had he eaten from the Eitzachayim, 
So he would have gone up another rung. But the Rimchal said there were many rungs left to go, right? We know even in the development of the Bria, we said there's the 7,000 world, the 8,000 world, ninth, the 10th. There are levels of Zikuch. We described these in the previous year, right? So all of them went down, one Darga. So just like he went down, let him go do a mitzvah now. And, and, and clearly it didn't work that way. There was some irreversible change, like in the muscle I gave you. Once the screw is stripped, you can't get the panel off. It's, it's, it's not going to go. Why should it have been that way, though? Why can't it just be a linear rung, right? You hear the kasha, right? Like, what was. Why, right? So from Chalik, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the the, the Litvak over here from last week. Have to use it. I had a hard time with that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Be, so there's a tear. No? So the the the, the answer is the answer, which we'll, we'll explain. In a, I'm not going to explain the answer right now. We're going to spell it out a little bit. But but the the difference, the chilek at least is, once Adam did what he did, he changed the playing field. Within that playing field. You can, you, you, you know, it might be hard to climb out of it, but the arena hasn't changed fundamentally. Meaning, other than an Aveira, and the world changed drastically. The world, like we spoke about before, you saw the Neshama of the world. You saw the light coming out from everything. You saw everything attached to its church. Like I read you from Nefesh Chaim about Kalei by Har Sinai. They saw everything was Makushar to its church and Eretz They saw the original Mimer, Akash Baruch Hu said, Vayi Or, and light, and Vayi, whatever he said, let, let there be vegetation, right? Tatcha Aretz, right? And they saw that the, the trees were emanating from the, the Oasis that created the world, where right? the world had that shine of it coming from its source of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then Adam did a chait, the world became physical, and we don't see any spirituality in the world whatsoever. A massive change that happened to Avera. Chait, the eagle came. A massive change that happened, right? People have done Avera since. And the world hasn't like sunk any... Deeper. Yes, it did sink deeper. Eventually, it caused loss of base of Mikdash. Yes, we know our various causes, you know, problems, people having health in the world, and a lack of parnasa in the world, and, and, and war and strife. And yes, obviously, but it's all within the same fundamental playing field of Olam Haza. You didn't find a fundamental change to the nature of the world after the Chet Adma Risha. It's just gradual. It, within the framework of this world, exactly. Within the framework of this world, right. there's more tov and light. Right, exactly. Gradually, you read the Doris, right. But, but, but even though they read the Doris, it's within the same arena. It's the same playing field, right? Like, it seems to have reached a, a, a new low now. Right. Well, within that playing field, you have ups and you have... And you, and you have downs. Like we spoke about last time, just to appreciate that, within our playing field, Yemosim Mashiach represents hitting the tippy top of the playing field that was created after Adam's... Chet, where we spoke about last time, that Mashiach ben Yosef is when the natural world, the way it seems now, is run al pitera, right? So nothing different, like 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 you know, Mashiach el Malchis bilvad, right? And nothing looks any different. It's in the same arena, the same playing field. Mashiach ben David comes. Oh, all of a sudden, the sun is shining seven seven times more, and the moon is and the moon is shining more, and, and people are being healed and blah, blah. So it's still natural. The idea that like people, you know, blind people can see and, and people that have ailments, right? It's still within the framework of the natural, it's miracles within the natural world, but it's not, it's, it's not like Chris Amson going on over here. The, there's not a, a destruction and an abrogate, well, I can't, the word I'm, I'm looking for, I can't find it, abr or something. There's no, there's no abrogation. Abr, there's no abrogation of reality at, at, at that point. It just becomes like a perfected reality. So within that playing field, you can even have like supernatural within the natural world that we have. Oh, there was a different ball game. I mean, the, the world shines with the light of, of a Kodesh Baruch So Yemus Mashiach is going to get to the tippy top within this framework. But when Adam did what he did, it, it plopped everything down a whole other madriga. If Adam was on the first floor, the Briah just kind of slammed its way into the basement, right? And yet we don't find Averas do that afterwards. Like, why? Why, why that Avera more than, right? Why is such a fundamental change to the Briah? And that's what the Rav said two places ago. There's two discussions. There's Adam Kaidav Achei, Adam Achei. 
different ball game. You know, we're, we're not right. Okay. Um, so he's going to explain here why, and then uh, we're going to bring the Nefshachayim to explain a little bit more. I don't know if we're going to have time this week, but we'll, maybe next week we'll start that way. The reason why is because the Baruch Hu, to go back to the Hezbar, a Kodesh Baruch Hu only put the amount of Chisar and the Bria that was necessary for Adam to be able to squash it and, and, and to then build Shlemis and, and get his Olam Haba. Because the Baruch Hu didn't want the challenge to be harder than the Adam, because the goal was for the Adam to... Succeed, like I said, we, we set challenges up for our children that theoretically they push themselves and they can accomplish. But we know it's not beyond the kalim of what they're capable of doing because we want them to, to, to we want them to do it, right? Right? You, you don't fast pitch to a to a to a kindergartner, right? You you, you hit on a t-ball, you, you underthrow it, right? Now, what made it so different? Because until now, Adam was not the reason for his own raw and his own chisar. Until now, whatever chisar in the Bria was what Hashem had tailor-made and designed should be the right amount of challenge for Adam, without Adam overdoing it. It was the amount of, of, of chisar in the Bria that was naturally instilled in the Bria. And therefore, if Adam would have removed that natural chisarin, turned away from the Ra, and turned it good, he would have then right away have removed chisarin and gone to Shlemus. What, what, what did he mean by chisarin in the Bria? Like, how, how can the Bria be lacking? Because Hashem makes it lacking. He makes the, he, uh, he, the word shaka. He's there to be equipped to, yes, to, to climb to out of it. Shlemus. Yes, 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 to climb out of it. Right, exactly. Exactly. So, what that means is the amount of guf in the Bria. Like we described the five stages of reality. Olam Haba, the guf will. Only will not even be a remez. The world that Adam lived, the guf was present. Right. So the guf is that chisaron. So even like like like, it, let's just stick with the framework we gave before the five levels, right? Adam was on level four, where the, the guf was there, but then the shama was very much a present in charge. And when you look at Adam, you saw in the shama, and the guf was a sojourner in the world. It was very much a present. The guf it was there. It was bichlal, not in control. Right? That's not Olam Haba yet. Olam Haba is when the guf is not even a remez, right? The next madrega was that the guf is there much less, right? Then the madrega on top of that, the guf is only there as a remez ba'alma. Like, just like, if, like we, the Mashal or Mchal gave, that if you would look at um, a person who's been through tsarist in life, you don't see the tsarist, but you see on their face a remez that there once was something there, right? So, in the or, or, the or indicates that you. you right. Well, well, like, yeah. right, 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 right. And the highest target is that there's not even a remez of the guf that's there. So the Olam Haba world is where there's no chesar, no sense of gashmias, no nothing, not even a sense, not even, not even, a, not even a whiff of it in the, in the final stage, right? Adam stage was down where the, the world of guf was most certainly there, but it wasn't in control. So since it wasn't in control, Adam very much could have just pushed it to the side and continued the process going up. That was the amount of chesar Hashem put into the Bria naturally that Adam should overcome in order to deserve his Olam Abba. What happened though is that that was the amount that Hashem had tailor-made knowing that Adam just needed to turn away from that amount of chesar and take a, a, a tilt to a different direction and he would have been able to start climbing the rung up to Olam Haba. Hashem designed that amount of chisar and that it should have been easy and surmountable for Adam to accomplish. Mm-hmm. When Adam did a chait, right. he was marbe the ra, and he added on to the chisar that was naturally in the bria, and that was the amount of chisar Hashem knew that Adam was not capable of. Is that involved kilkul? Like that is the kilkul he made, right? He brought the kilkul means he brought more guf. Yeah. So the playing field changed. I'll speak it outside because yeah. the playing field changed fundamentally. It went from this plane of reality where the guf and the shama were both present, but the shama was in control, and the guf was a sojourner, and Adam was primarily defined as a spiritual being, not a physical being. Right. That's the amount Hashem put of chesar in the bria. 
right? That the goof was present, but that's it, just present, not in control. Adam, by doing the chait, brought more ra into himself beyond the amount that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had decided was the right amount of challenge. Adam opened up a challenge which he was not capable of overcoming. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had set a line and said the, 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 the amount of gashmis in the world ends here, right? Enough that you're still a spiritual person, you have gashmias, but, but, but your, your, your spirituality is what's primary. After the chait, Adam brought in more gashmias into himself, where the gashmias became what was primary, and the shama became secondary, and then at that, from that vantage point, it's very hard to climb out of the, the ladder at that point. So, it's almost like my muscle I gave with, with, the, with the freezer. They designed the freezer in such a way where it can be taken apart and the parts can be flipped out. You strip a screw, you've gone beyond the design of the factory. Right? It wasn't meant for that. Right? They're smart. They're a bunch of engineers. They know what they're doing. Right? You're the, you're, you're, you're the smarty pants who <laughs> decided he's going to smash the machine. So obviously now, it's not going to be so easy to service the machine anymore once you smash it. Right? That's basically what Adam did. He was the one who brought the Ra into himself. The Ra and the Bria was tailored put by Akash Baruch Hu. And Adam, though, decides he's going to do an Avera, bringing Hester Potom into himself. And now Adam has gone beyond the line that Akash Baruch Hu had initially set. Hashem knew the line. He knew that, he did, that there shouldn't be more concern than that. So Hashem created the maximum challenge to Adam that was still within Adam's range of capability. By Adam being Makalko, by Adam ruining, by Adam bringing more Gashmias, more Ra, more Hester Panim, by doing an Avera and blocking Hashem's presence in the world, he increased the world of physicality to the point that was beyond his capability. And that was the fundamental change that occurred. So there's the amount of chisar and Hashem puts in the Bria knowing what you can handle. And then there's you adding more to it and going beyond Hashem's chachmah, going beyond the engineer's original kavana. And now, now he's stuck. <laughs> like now what he's supposed to do, right? Right. That, that, that was. I feel like the manufacturers designed these to break every couple of years, so you have to yeah, buy another one. Yeah. 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 Well. Well. You know. You know. The Abish just Abish just part of that one, right? Yeah. But obviously, the Abish knew this was going to happen, also, right? So, right. so Abish also planned this to, to ultimately ultimately happen like that. So that's the chiluk. The chiluk is that we haven't we haven't really explained the chiluk. We've explained what the chiluk. We have explained we explained why one action from Adam fundamentally changed the playing field much more. But what we have explained, we've identified the what. We haven't really explained why it should be that way. The what is that there was a certain amount of Kosh Baruch Hu in the Bria, but, and that was from Hashem. By Adam being Marbeh, he's gone beyond what a Kosh Baruch Hu was Geyser, and Hashem knew that he couldn't handle beyond that line. Why is one action of Avera taking that far beyond the line? We'll, we'll, we'll explain that next, next week. So he says, When he sinned, when he sinned, since it was through Adam's own action that he caused the, the Shlemis to be hidden more than it was, he caused an extreme um, addition of lackingness. So he brought the evil into himself. It's not going to be so easy anymore to leave Chisar and Vedikon Shlemis. Why? What? The Dormavu completely removed all this. The Kilko was so great. He wanted to... You know, he destroyed everything. Oh, so even right, even right. So, so, so that, that's an interesting point. Let, let me come back to that in, in, in one second. That's, that's not, that's a very interesting point because there was, as you see, Hashem changed the bria at that point again. Right? Well, well that's a good point. Well, hold on. It wasn't so easy anymore for them to, to for him to leave this chisern and to the shlemis. So we, we explained why because he changed the playing field of the bria, right? When the shama is the one that that is the the primary. Um, definition of his essence, even though yes, the guf was fully there, he had a complete body. 
but the neshama was in charge, so then it's easy to continue upwardly. When all of a sudden your guf is primarily what runs you and the shamas in the backdrop, it, it, it now became very difficult, difficult to climb out from that hole. So it was not going to be as easy as it was when it wasn't he who had called the chisaron, rather the amount that was put in him naturally by Kosh Baruch as I explained. And you're going to have to say that, that perforce we have to say, that now that it's so much going to be so much harder to get out, therefore the amount of effort it's going to take for him to get out, it was doubled over. Why is it doubled, right? That you have to get back to the playing field that you were at before the sin, i.e. the world where the neshama was more dominant, right? So it's apples and oranges. We went from an apple to an orange. You've got to turn the orange back to an apple, and then we can start moving upwards, right? We have to come to a world where the neshama is dominant, and then we can start moving, then we can start, but you, we're mechanical so much that, that it's a double Aveda now. The Aveda that was there from the beginning and now this whole new world of Aveda that exists just to get back to where you were from before. Mm-hmm. Therefore, and then it's, he has to get from, from what he messed up all the way back to where he was and from that point onward he can, he can, he can continue onward. Um, okay, we're, we're, we're late now. Just, um, just briefly, just Tess over here is he's going to point out that... Um, that even if Adam would theoretically be able to climb out of his hole, Akash Baruch doesn't let him. Because the Bria has been fundamentally stained and, is, and has been marred by his action, and therefore it deserves to be destroyed, and it's not fitting in its current state to be able to be Ma'ala back up. You know, I just want to read it really quick. Uh, okay, I said it outside. Next week we're going to start on the Hezber, on why was it so terrible that he brought the Ra into himself. What was the fundamental change. So just to quickly review, Ramchal says there was an amount of shlemis that uh, started in the world that was there, decided on by Kodesh Baruch Hu, that was called stage four in, in, the, in the level four of the, of the interactions between the Guf and the Shama, that Kodesh Baruch Hu put that, that Adam should have had the ability to tilt his way away from. That was designed from Hashem with the amount that Adam theoretically could have easily have turned away from. Once Adam did an error, he brought the Ra into himself, and when you bring the Ra into yourself, you've gone beyond what Kodesh Baruch Hu had deemed to be the Nisayan that you're capable of, and fundamentally change the world into a place which was a whole different world than was before, making the Aveda much, much more difficult. That Akash Baruch never intended for you to have to go through that level of difficulty, which was almost beyond Adam's ability to climb out. And that created a double effort to get back to where you were, and then to continue to climb upwards. The, the next step is, is, that, is that even if Adam could perfect himself and bring himself back, Kodesh Baruch Hu will not allow him returning to, to, to back to the world he was before to be the final world to go up to Elam Haba. That's the next Eistaz because the world became fundamentally corrupted. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't want that world with the pagam and the blemish that was in it to continue up. And the Rishi once told me a long time, it was a Bachar, I asked him, I said, why? So he gave me a muscle. I mean, I, I, we'll see next week a better husband why, but just to give a muscle before we leave, and then we'll talk about your question and we're done. Is Klicheres, has a halacha, that if it gets if it gets toma or bliyas in it, that the din is yishaber has to be destroyed, right? There are some things that the nature of it 
is that if it gets ruined, it, it can't return back to its state. So the Olam has this almost like Alderman Adama. The world was like Klicheres, as a muscle that, that it could be. It, it, once it's been, it's been, has a pagam in it, it'll never be able to, you know, certain, certain people, unfortunately, you know, they have a pagam in their life. Yes, tshuva exists, and, and we experience. But Lamaisa, there are some things that you ruin that the imprint of it is there that, you know, well, that stops a person in society or from certain situations of marriage or whatever it is. There are things that create a pagam that in its current state is not able to be ma'al upwards, and that, that was the chait. What that pagam was, we'll talk about next week. Interesting enough, though, about Dora Mabel, now that Adam ruined the playing field and he brought it to a place where the guf is still primary, right, the world changed from before and after the Dora Mabel, even though the Adam was on Madrega 5 now at this point, the world that we live in, there was a change even within that world itself, right? In that world itself, clearly... Adam had the ability to, mankind had the ability to be Mechalko way worse than now. Kodesh Baruch put a limitation, he curtailed their abilities within that world. Clearly they had more ability to almost, to, almost to fix and more ability to, to destroy. Their lifespans were longer, giving them a longer time for, for Aveda, less children, right? Children is the hallmark of Adam's chait. Why? Because since Adam did a sin and he has to be destroyed and recreated and the Tikkun of the world hasn't accomplished yet, that means there has to be future generations to continue the Avedah that Adam had, had done, right? So if a person lives longer, that means there's less children needed in the Bria to create the Tikkun. That means that each individual now has more power to affect change. And when Hashem, I, I, obviously Hashem didn't see and regret, even the Pesach says that, you know what that means, it doesn't mean that. But, but, but I'm, I'm using as a marshal. When a Kodesh saw, when the Bria burned itself out, he says, okay, I've, I've, even within the framework of the fifth Darga, where, where the Guf is, what's primary, I've given way too much Kayach to the Adam to affect changes, where one individual lives for a very long time, he can have maximum change to the Bria. The Bria can even destroy itself to make it that, 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 that even on the fifth Madrega, like we spoke about the idea of Menta Shari Toma, that when you hit the fifth, the 50th level of Toma, at that point there's, there's no bringing it back. It's so far absorbed in the Klippa, it's exist, it created within itself so much non-existence that there's no Mokkum anymore for it to come back. So Hashem saw that man was capable of that. He said, okay, we're going to have to change the system. And notice what he says afterwards. He says, Ki he said to Noach, because the Yetzirah is there from its youth, meaning what we said, the world is primarily a world run by Guf. That's why we spoke about this before. That's why Yetzirah is what's the first that comes into a human being. Yetzirah comes to the child is in the womb. The Yetzirah, the Shama, doesn't have its Hashpah until the Bar Mitzvah. Esav came out first before Yaakov, because Esav represented the Yetzirah and the, and the Bria. What's dominant in this world is the physical. Hashem says, I see that the world, what's dominant is the physical, and, and, and I see that, that because of that, all of them is just all to just keep going deeper, deeper, deeper into the basement and they're going to burn themselves out of existence. So therefore he rechanged it where a person does not have such an ability to impact the Bria. Life became much, much shorter, right? Um, and, 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 Mimela, and, and Mimela, at that point, then Adam wasn't given the same, the same reign. And then even afterwards, by Dora, by Dora Flaga, they used their Tzalem to fight against Hashem and block him out of the world. And that's when Hashem was Mabalbel the Goyim. And at that point, seemingly the Goyim lost their Tzalmalokim. They lost this ability that their actions should impact the, the Bria. And it was taken from them again. So Dorflog was almost like a second time Hashem curtailed the world. At this point, who did he put the ability to change the world in? Us, Avramavino. That was the Sharish of, 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 of Avramavino. And therefore, the ability to either bring the world up or bring the world down became entrusted solely 
to the Jewish people at that point, right? They, they don't get Olam right? They will. Yes, it says. In, it says. It says in, in, in the Mishnah and Sanhedrin that they don't. That they don't get Olam Haba. Um, obviously, it's deeper than that. You know, the the, the Arizal brings that the that the Chaimer and Levenim was was connected the, the the children that were built into the. The the pyramids, not the pyramids, the storage houses they were built. That the Aparo did was connected Gilgulim from the um, from from the Dora Flaga. Their tikkun was through Kleisro suffering Mitzrayim, and the children that were thrown in the water was a tikkun for the neshamas that were by the Dora Mabel, right? Um, and they were megalgal into the Jewish people and, and were masakin. So I mean, obviously, even though Hashem doesn't give some chikol he finds ways to masakin those. Those neshamas, we'll talk about more in, in a later chelak or mechal, that occurs for all the different things Hashem does to make sure that everybody gets some form of an olam haba. So yes, pastors, they don't get olam haba. The Mishnah says it, but as far as I'm talking about the idea that Hashem found ways to misakin them. Anyway, right, so how do you understand that? Maybe Minadin, but, but you're raising a good point that, that even after Hashem changed the playing field after Adam to a world where the guf was primary, right, Adam just kept being macalculate more and more and more and more until the they got to the point of absolute destruction. So Hashem made changes to the Bria. Even with the changes, they still tried using the Tzal Malokim to block Hashem out. He took it away from them. Right? And that's, that's when the, the guy were given seven mitzvahs. The Paschal Amos says, Rav Yimdid Aretz. He, 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 he measured the land and he saw that they, that they weren't using it responsibly and he took it away from the Goyim and, and that's when the terror had to be given to the Jewish people. And the terror would be the Hechatimsa to then bring the world back up spiritually and, and Madrega. So yes, even though Adam did find, fundamentally change the Bria and change the playing field, within that playing field, it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't going in the, right, in the right direction. So there were two changes in the Bria, Dora Mabel, Dora Flaga, until finally it was given over to the Ta'avim, you know, the Jewish people, to then be the ones to the sack of the Bria and bring the Mashiach and bring the world back to the apex that it was, you know, closest to Adam Rishon before it had to be destroyed because of the intrinsic flaw Adam put and then recreated for the world of 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 of, of Schar, right? I think I asked this last week. I'm not sure I understood the answer. So you're saying that the Goyim don't have uh, the ability to affect them, but what about Jewish people that are fried people? Yes, not even worse. I don't know if you're right. familiar. I discussed this with Rabbi Jack, so I can even talk about him. Professor Val Harari. Who is like the, the chief philosopher of the WEF with their great anti Hashem, great reset, that he's Jewish. Right. Yeah. You yeah. were saying the other day, you look up sometimes, you see like people who are yeah, at the top of everything Jewish. a lot of it's times. Right. So listen, right. again, I told you last time the Medrash of Shemar Yochai about the boat. I told you the concept that we have a revis that all the Jews are in, are in it together. But there's also a concept of the halacha that when a person does certain avarice, he becomes a mumar. And he, learns, he loses certain status in the Torah. No, that even affects Mitzvah's derisis. For example, for example, the din of ribis, they lose the status called achicha. And then even, even, even according to the Gemara, we don't do this. Don't do this. Don't, don't try this at home. But the Gemara says make our din that even that you don't have to give them back their avedas and you can charge them them ribis. Now, they're still Jews of their chaya, but they're not Jews in the sense that they, they, they have a chicha. So again, you know, the so level I, I of what's called the mumar, I understand. I know, no, so, so, I, so I'm telling you is that it, it could very well be that this status of a mumar or, or apikoris that removes them from certain halachas in the Torah and removes the, the yid from them. The Sandra obviously doesn't remove the yid. The famous vice with the Vilnagain, that there was a mshumad that was there when he was in the prison and it was like Sukkot's time and he, and he told, he told the the the, the the guard who was, or, or the warden, whoever who was a mishumet, the guy basically gives a muster from the cell, right? Full bitachin, no, not afraid of anybody. Right. He told him, says, You're not a chicha, 
but you should know you're still chayiv and mitzvahs, right? You don't get reward, but you get, you're going to get hate. So do tshuva, right? You know, like, so yeah, does that strip away this ability to tell them by them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not big enough. I'm not big enough to know the answer, but, but you, but you got to wonder if, if, if that's true. Hopefully Hashem will thwart their plans, but I mean,